The most fun that you can have in Southern California is not going to the Hollywood sign. It's not going to the beach. It's not even going to Disneyland. In fact, the real happiest place on earth is the Marketing Impact Academy live event, which is happening on October 14th through the 16th here in beautiful, sunny Southern California. You can attend a weekend of some of the most valuable business building education you are ever going to learn, as well as have the most fun weekend of your life having dance parties with all of Team Johnson and all of the experts who we are bringing on to speak to you and teach and train you. And you can attend by visiting shaleen.com forward slash live. Prices are currently, at the time that you're hearing this, more than 50% off, but that is going to change very soon. So again, visit shaleen.com forward slash live. And let me say, I am so hyped to see you in person on October 14th through the 16th here in Southern California. Hey there, what's up? Thanks so much for joining me here today on Build Your Tribe, where I'm answering the question, what would I do if I was starting over today with zero followers and no money? Ooh, I'm so excited to dig into this. Okay, let's do it. This might be my favorite question of all time. And the reason why is because I know with 1000% certainty what I would do. So first of all, if I have no followers, I have to pick something that's going to make me money that isn't dependent upon social media. Okay, so that really narrows things down. Secondly, I have to assume that I have no extra money to do this. Okay, so I have to start small. I have to start with something that's going to make me money and I already own it or it's already something that I can do. Now you might think, well, you could market your expertise, possibly, right? Like, so if I had some type of a skill that I could market on a, again, I can't use social media, but I could market myself on say a freelancer, Upwork, Fiverr, TaskRabbit, Craigslist. That's a real possibility. I could do that. But for me, that just would not be as interesting, honestly, or as quick of a hit, in my opinion, as doing something else. And that something else for me is definitely reselling. So the very first thing that I would do is I would look around my house and I would prioritize selling those things that have value, like appliances, furniture, collectibles, clothing, shoes, things that we hold on to, but we really don't need. And I would start selling those immediately using Facebook Marketplace, Poshmark, The Real Real, Mercari, or even eBay. That's going to put fast cash in my pocket. (laughs) How do I know? Because every year we do a challenge where we basically show people exactly how to do this, how to take the photos, how to decide which things are most marketable, how to find those things around your house and in the process declutter your house. And I've watched, I've witnessed thousands of people launch their businesses who didn't have much of a social media following to speak of, probably didn't have any business not a a lot of business experience anyways. And many of these people didn't even realize that so much of their stuff that you consider junk, the stuff that you, you know, you're waiting for your spouse to haul it off to the goodwill or to take it to the dump. No, 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 no. Don't you dare. All of those things have value. The craziest things have value. There was one person in our challenge who literally sold a box of mismatched socks for 20 bucks. 
Everything has value. You just have to figure out how to list it. You have to know how to do these things. I'm gonna put a link in our show notes so that if this is something you're like, oh, that's me, okay, perfect. I wanna learn how to do this. Okay, I'll put a link in our show notes so that you can take advantage of the training that we did that walks you through this process. Okay, so now if that's me and I'm doing this, I've got a nice little chunk of change. I've got a couple different options. And I'll explain those in just a moment. But while I'm working on these other options, the other thing I would be focused on probably, probably 50% of my time would be focused on figuring out what niche I want to go into. Because buying and selling clothes might not be your niche. It might just be the way that you're making extra income to fund a business idea that maybe I'm more passionate about. Of course, that's assuming that you're not super passionate about reselling because listen, there's plenty of people out there who are making six, even seven figures reselling. As a matter of fact, Rob and Melissa Stevenson, they are known as the flea market flippers on Instagram. I will link to them and they have created this as their niche. Like their niche is specifically flipping kind of big items. Oh my gosh, it's just insane. And the whole family's involved in it. And it it is a full time, amazing income for them. But again, if you're like, well, I'm not really passionate about buying and selling things, and we have to enjoy that. And if you have ideas for some other business, like you want to start your own flower cart, or maybe you know you have a skill or a service or an expertise that you could market as some type of online digital course, well, that's awesome. But how are you going to get people to find out about it if you don't have a social media following, right? Like that's a big problem. So you're going to have to start growing your social media following. And the best way to do that is by taking that money. Here's what I would do. I would take the money that I made from reselling items in my home that I'm not using that still have value and everything has value. I would take that money and I would invest it in a course that taught me what it is I need to know to build my business. Because the worst thing you can do is try to figure this stuff out yourself. It's not the worst thing, but it's definitely the most timely and expensive. And that's the biggest mistake that wannabe entrepreneurs make. They think, well, in order to save time and money, I'm going to just figure this out myself. And what happens is then they're like, oh, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to create a digital course. Then they create a digital course only to realize they have no way of marketing it. They have no way of moving it. They have no email list. They have no social media following. And then they're like, oh, okay, now I'm gonna work on growing my social media following. And then they they grow their social media following and they don't realize that they never learned how to create a sales funnel. It means it's just putting the horse in front of the cart. Is that the expression? So again, knowing what I know today, I would start by doing something that doesn't take any money to start requires zero social media following, right? Because these reselling marketplaces, they do all the work for you. It's amazing. You already have the items in your home that you aren't using anyway. So like it's zero money, zero social media following, and I'm making money. Then I'm gonna take that money and I'm gonna invest it in my next step. I'm gonna invest it in an expert who will help to save me time and money. That's what I would do today. I think the number one reason why people aren't able to like launch their thing or have a successful side hustle or really even scale their business the way that they need to is because they really struggle to know what is my niche. And people think that niche is their industry. Well, like I'm in fitness. That's my niche. No, 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 no. That, that's, a, that's an industry. 
even if you were to say, I'm a personal trainer, well, that's a subcategory of an industry. But your niche is something very specific. It is specifically what you do within that category, within that industry that is unique and nuanced to you. And people are so afraid to do this because they think if I niche down too much, well, then aren't I going to exclude certain customers? I'm just telling you, I'm telling you, you need to niche down. And if you know that too, but you've struggled with it, I want to invite you to do a workshop style training that myself and Brock have created that literally walks you through the questions you need to ask yourself And we give you enough time to answer those questions so you can fully understand, like really drill it down and get really clear about your niche, who it is you serve, how it is you're different, what makes you unique. This is what's going to take your business, your side hustle, whatever it is to the next level. This workshop is free and it shouldn't be because it's one of the most valuable things that you can walk through. It's one of the most valuable things you can identify. You can attend this training for free right now by going to instaclubhub.com forward slash niche, N-I-C-H-E. Again, that's instaclubhub.com forward slash niche. And do yourself a favor when you're watching this, make sure you have a pen and a piece of paper and no distractions because this is a next level training. Again, instaclubhub.com forward slash niche. From there, I would make a list of the business ideas that I have that are all exciting to me. And rather than listing them in order of passion, I would list those business ideas in order of opportunity. For example, if I took the same passions that I was playing with back in, let's say, 2000, 2001, 2002, it would include designing fitness programs. It would include teaching business and marketing because that was a real desire that I had back in 2000 because I already felt like I had a very good command of that. It would likely also include a personal training business. It would also likely include writing a book. And because at the time it was easy money for me, I would also include buying and reselling automobiles. Those were my list of potential opportunities back in 2001, 2002. And I was excited about all of them. The one I was most excited about was business and marketing, but I didn't see there being as great of an opportunity in that area at that time as there was in that moment for fitness. Okay, so let's pretend that now it's 2022. 2022, why does it sound so weird? 2022, yeah, 2022. Why does that sound so weird? Okay, so anyways, it's today and I've got that same list of interests. I'll tell you what, I would not pick fitness because I think the odds would be stacked against me. It's a much tougher, much harder space to make your mark in today in fitness because it's so saturated, because there's so much free, because everybody who's got a decent body is quote unquote, a fitness expert. So I think there's a lesser opportunity there. So again, looking at my list of all those different things, I wouldn't pick personal training. I wouldn't pick designing fitness programs. I wouldn't pick writing a book because I think that opportunity has changed a lot as well. And I definitely today would not pick buying and reselling automobiles because that market has completely changed. So today, if I'm looking at that same list of interest, I would pick a different interest, which would be probably business and marketing because there's a greater opportunity there because there's a greater opportunity for everyone to get involved in business and marketing versus in 2001, 2002, that was one of my interests, but the odds were stacked against me in 2001, 2002 because a couple of reasons. Number one, most people back then didn't see themselves as 
starting a side hustle. It's like you got a great job, you got a 401k, and the people who were interested in being entrepreneurs, it was a much, much, much smaller pool of people. They were risk takers. It was predominantly male. There were far fewer females. There were far fewer people who were moms who wanted to start a side hustle. Like today, everything shifted and changed where people are like, it's risky to just have a job. Like the safest thing you can do is have a job and a side hustle and then grow your side hustle to the point where it replaces your job, right? So the opportunity has completely changed. So that's why it is so important that you don't just, this is my opinion, y'all, because it's my show, don't just go with the thing that you're most excited and most passionate about. Be reasonable about this and look and truly evaluate the opportunity, And the way to do that is by talking to people who are in it, who have just got in it, talk to people who got in it 10 years ago and ask them how things have changed, how the opportunity has changed. Is the opportunity better now? Is it tougher? Like all those things and find people who will be honest and straight with you. In the event you haven't seen my Instagram stories or Brock's Instagram stories this week, I thought I would let you know he's getting married this week. I know in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Don't worry, I will be posting all of the crazy dance party photos, the pictures, all of it to my Instagram stories, but I would love for you to stop by Brock's Instagram and just wish him the best of luck. Give him a little congratulations. He is Brock 11 Johnson. The 11 is in between his first and last name. I am at Shalene Johnson on Instagram. I hope this was helpful. It is our goal to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun and be done. That's what I would do, y'all, if I was starting with zero followers and zero dollars. What would you do? We'd love to know. So send Brock and I a direct message. Let us know that you listened to this episode. Share with us your feedback. And as always, thank you for writing a review of Build Your Tribe. It's super helpful. It's also super helpful, uber helpful, if you double check and make sure that you're following the show. Like you just click that little, I think it's a check mark in the upper right-hand corner. Just make sure you're following along and then you'll never miss an episode. Thank you so much for spending your time with us. We appreciate you and Brock will be back here on Thursday.